This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orba. Hello everyone, welcome to the Saturday Night Harness Preview. It's Geelong Pacing Cup Night that we're having a look at for the Saturday Night uh, program. we got some A-graders in, in that race uh, tomorrow night. Now, preview thanks to uh, Victoria Harness Racing Club and, and to RSN Harness Racing Victoria. Yeah, looking forward to a big weekend, really, of Harness Action Derby Heats at Maryborough on Sunday as well. But tonight, we're going to try and find the winners, or today, for tomorrow night at Geelong. Yeah, hi, Dan. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, our preview show. Looking forward to... Uh, Heading down to Beckley Park uh, for the Geelong Pacing Cup. It's been a place uh, that I've spent uh, many, many, many years and decades. I think I started calling the trials there uh, when I was a young fella and always uh, nice to go down there and uh, reacquaint with uh, many of the locals and always a pretty special night, isn't it, uh, the Geelong Pacing Cup night and, of course, featured as well for the night, the Langtrot final where uh, we remember the Lang family. We've got the Harasta Trotters, McNamara Trotters Cup. Looks to be um, a beauty and uh, we've got nine races on the card, and uh, hopefully we can find nine winners. Well, I've got confidence that you'll be able to find plenty of them, Rob. The first is at 6.27. It's the Barwon FM pace, and General Lincoln is the scratching here. Number two comes out. Uh, it looks like the key runners are drawn the back row. Yeah, look, and probably uh, the interesting runner uh, is Fighter Command, which is a two-year-old by Always Be Mickey, at a Spitfire Rose, a lovely bred uh, gelding. Uh, he went around on the 15th of September in the semi-final or the silver of the Vic bread. That was his first up run, and he led on that occasion. They went uh, breakneck speed. They went a 154.3 mile rate, and he, he punctured and, and finished at the back of the field and got beaten 19 metres. And I must admit, I thought at the time, um, this is going to take a bit for this horse to... Uh, to bounce back and he, he came back on the 11th of October at Melton and I was just so impressed with his win. Uh, he, he just sat back, he made a move and he, he just won with ease and he looks to be a really nice two-year-old and I would imagine Jess and Greg wouldn't have started him first up if they didn't feel that way and now they're taking on the older horses. So I'm pretty impressed with him. I, I think he'll be very hard to beat here, number 10, fighter command in the first. Um, ahead of 11, Matriarch, who... Probably her figure form doesn't read anything special, but when you sort of go through the depth of the quality of horses she's been racing against, she chased home major delight in the heats of the Victoria Oaks. She was uh, finished unplaced in the Vic Bread final for the three-year-old fillies. And regardless of uh, where you finish in those Vic Bread finals, so often we see that form line holding up into uh, mainstream racing. And, and I, I feel like that Matriarch can run a very good race. I think she'll be uh, right there at the finish. So 10 from 11. I thought five, Precious Bell. Couldn't get into the race last start at Geelong. Was uh, Drew to second row, uh, five, drew Barry 11 on that occasion and uh, finished fifth in the race won by Angus Indiana. And that race was controlled up on the speed. They went 56-5 last half. It really gave Precious Bell no chance to really make ground. So she gets a front row draw here. And I think that's uh, that's good enough to give her a real chance to be uh, amongst them at the finish. And I've put in number nine, Soho Lumine, who um, won over that 1,200-metre race at Ballarat last start when starting a short price favourite. Prior to that, she'd also went around in the Vic Bread Heats and uh, the, the Bronze Series. And, you know, she, she can run well. But I do like the 10, Fighter Command. I, I think he's a nice horse. Ahead of 11, 
which is Matriarch. Five, uh, I think, can improve Precious Bell and nine, Soho Lemine. So 10, 11, five and nine. Uh, I'm uh, going with Fighter Command, as you said, very impressive. Uh, at only its second start, got tremendous scope. He's a, he's a lovely type, isn't he, Rob? Uh, 10, 9, 12, 11, my tips in the first event. Uh, the second event uh, is the Spring Festival, Beckley Park, November 17 to 19 pace. Number one uh, is out. Springfield Shadow, the emergency is already out. Uh, this is a tough one. I'm glad you're the expert for this. Yeah, Look, I felt the, the, the two main ones for mine were both drawn a second row draw. Uh, 10 Dreamers Delight and 11 on watch. Uh, Dreamers Delight had a change of stables, uh, joined the Ben Yol stable uh, for two runs, uh, finished, you know, six to Kilmore, but it wasn't a bad performance behind Northern Terror. Went to Warrigal and really let down with a, a really sharp sprint to, to win, and, and she won impressively. I mean, this is a much stronger feel, mind you, that she meets here. But I think it was just the uh, the, the way she, she won um, was good. And if you can sort of back that she can continue on that sort of form line, uh, I think she can be right here in the finish. I certainly think 11 on watch has got a terrific winning chance in the race. There's a bit of money for it last started Geelong at uh, the meeting that I called at, which was run by Rendezvous. And again, couldn't really get into the race, uh, sat back in the field. They sort of didn't go hard, 32-3, 30.6 first two quarters, which gave horses back in the field no chance to make ground. And on what sort of finished midfield, probably on face value, looked a little bit plain. But before that, third behind Angus Indiana, who's really made some good inroads in uh, in uh, that horse's career. So I think that form line holds up pretty well for this. So 10 from 11. I thought they'd fight out to finish these two. Uh, nine, I'm a wind gate. Very consistent, very runs a poor race. Adam Stevens uh, does a great job with his team and consistency uh, certainly applies to all of his horses. And, and six Cornish Smuggler, this is a much stronger feel than he meets here. But at the same time, he was pretty brave uh, when winning last time. And, and he can certainly, uh, one of the local train runners for Timber Lifo does a great job, can, can finish amongst them. So 10 and 11, primarily there to two, ahead of nine and six for mine. Uh, 11, 5, 2 and uh, 10 are my numbers race 2. I thought it was tough. So you've got a bit more confidence there than I have, Rob, which is good. Race 3, the Hoyts Food Concession Drivers Pace. Uh, again, a pretty even field here. So what have you come up with? Yeah, another even field. Uh, look, I'm sticking with Leilani Justice here in Wichita, Kansas. So I thought nothing went right for her at uh, Maryborough. She... Um, she did some work early in the race and, and she got parked in the breeze and it wasn't a strong race, but the reality is it's not type of, he's not that type of horse to, to do the work and win. And he was able to do that and hold off the challenges. Uh, look, that went at mile rate of 215, 59.2 last half. There was no records being broken. But again, I think the barrier draw allows this horse to, to press forward and get into a really handy spot. Leilani trains the horse, knows the horse really well and... That's probably maybe a little bit of an advantage over most of these other junior drivers who are driving for outside stables. And I suppose when you know your horse back to front, which she would know with Wichita, Kansas. And he's done a really good job with his horse. He was a horse that really struggled a lot. And, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's produced a few wins so far this season. So real credit to the team there. So I like three Wichita, Kansas on top. From eight, I see a, a more who probably... On face value, when I first looked at the field, I thought, yeah, this this is a horse to beat. You know, he's um, he, he's a type of horse. It's it's never far away. He he's always consistent. Lone horse off the second row, he'll run well. Uh, five uh, Einstein, who I thought 
probably maybe from a depth perspective, might have raced against a little bit more depth uh, than most of these rivals. So I, I think that Einstein is right in there with a winning chance. So I'll certainly be including it in your early quaddies and, 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 and wins for your trifectas and first fours. And seven shaken sands, who, who's never too far away. But it's a very open race, three, eight, five and seven. And uh, I've uh, put Wichita, Kansas on top as well, number three, three, five, seven and four, Rob. This is the uh, Saturday Night Harness preview for the Cup meeting at uh, Geelong. It's the TMA Higher Geelong Pacing Cup Night. Group three uh, is the feature on the card, but we're previewing the program and we're up to one of the other features for the night, the Langtrot Final. Uh, with scratchings of Sunday Shadow and Lady Be Lucky. So it's a stand-start race, and uh, we're looking at, at the moment, five horses on the the front line, including Elder Baron Dexter, who uh, is uh, looking as if he'll be very hard to beat in the Langtrot final. Yeah, he looks that way, doesn't it, Dan? Uh, he was a horse that had some reasonable form. He'd been to Victoria. Ryan Rohorek, who trains over in South Australia, had been here a couple of times with the horse without saluting and uh, I certainly thought he put the riding on the wall at Horsham three runs ago and then I called him winning at Geelong and thought he'd be really hard to beat. He, he jumped to the front and uh, never, looked, never looked in danger. Went to Warrigal and pretty much similar situation there uh, a few days later and he, he looks really well placed again here off the front row. Thought he'd be one of the better bets of the night to Elderbar and Dexter with Greg Sugars on board. Really hard to beat. From one Kai Valley surf rider, Katrina Fitzpatrick, she's done a really good job with this trotter. Uh, you know, she purchased his horse um, out of the Lily Stable and really um, has done a fantastic job just the way he's just kept uh, producing some really good, strong, consistent performances. And he's chased home Elder Baron Dexter now. Uh, he did beat Elder Baron Dexter going back a few runs ago at Horsham, but I think Elder Baron Dexter sort of kept improving, as has Kai Valley surf rider. But I think two from one... I think 10 Goodheart is absolutely flying. Uh, Shane Hoban's done a great job with his horse. And I think if I was taking a wider quaddy, I'd definitely be including him in, in the top three. I, I think they're the three main winning chances, 2, 1 and 10. But he's going really well, Goodheart. And I've put in 12, um, which is Kai Valley Picasso for Chris Alford and Brent Lilly. We know he's a bit of a mixed bag at times, but he, he's got the ability to, to run a good race. So two, make him the best bet of the night ahead of 1, 10 and then 12. Yeah, it's hard to see Elder Baron Dexter not winning unless he makes a big mess at the start, Rob. So 2-1, uh, 10-9 for me in the fourth uh, as well. The fifth event is the Harada Trotter McNamara Trotters Cup. So one of the feature events. It's a good stand-start race, a field of nine. One overall uh, is the back marker of 30 metres. Yeah, look, I've tipped him on top. Uh, 9-1 overall. Uh, he went around in that uh, Kilmore Trotters Cup where we sort of thought Elavici could, could get the job done. He, he got driven pretty aggressively, won overall, as, as he normally does, um, but he broke and he, he really put pay to his chances that night. And then went to uh, the Bill Collins sprint, uh, drew outside the front, did some things wrong. I always get a little bit nervous with trotters when they start breaking up. He's, he's broken twice at his last two starts, so that's never a great sign. But I suppose if you can just look past that and take him on trust, we, we know he's got the class and getting back to, to, to Geelong also might, might help him a little bit. So, look, I've tipped him on top. 
Uh, we know his best is good enough to win. Uh, the emerging horse, obviously, Harry Stamper, Joey Pace and James Herbertson, you know, you have a great combination. He's had 20 starts, nine wins, five placings, only missed a place six occasions. And, you know, he, he's a really progressive horse. He's a four-year-old on the up. He, he can run well. He's had uh, three wins from the stand from nine attempts. I've put in number four, uh, Kai Valley Hotspur, another horse of the Brent Lilly-Chris Alford combination. Again, he's, um, he's, a, he's a seasoned campaigner. He, he'll run his normal good, honest race. And uh, we've put in uh, number eight, the Penny Drops, who's having its third run back from a spell. Normally he races really well under the stand conditions and Mick Bellman drives to Ray Harvey, can run a really good race. So uh, nine, seven, four and eight, uh, one overall is a horse to beat. Yeah, I like the way Kai Valley Hotspur is going at the moment. He, he certainly found his mojo uh, again, Rob, a, a derby winner, and uh, he was terrific last start. I thought he had electric speed and raced away. I mean, the race was run in a different way than this would be, but if he can take advantage of the handicap against um, what I consider the main dangers, one overall and Harry Stamper, I think he'll be very hard to beat. Three, uh, Number four. From numbers nine, one overall, seven, Harry Stamper. And I threw Central Otago in as well. I wouldn't underestimate his chances if he stepped away. Race number six is the TMA Hire Geelong Pacing Cup. It's at Group 3 level, the feature event on the program. And, and Rock and Roll Do will start the favourite. Yeah, they've backed up their two cups, Trotters Cup straight into the Pacing Cup. Uh, and uh, this is a, a terrific race. Uh, rock and Roll Do, as we know, uh, you know, we've... Uh, all spoken his praises now for quite a long time and he's a winner of over half a million dollars. Went around in the Pride's Easy Feed Victoria Cup. He, he come out of the gate hard. He, he worked and he wasn't beaten far. He was beaten uh, at all. Half a neck uh, was the margin by finishing fourth. And, you know, you, you go through what he's achieved so far, 14 from 41. And... Uh, Look, he's not going to... Well, I don't think he'll lead. I don't know whether Mick Stanley will be prepared to, to try to drive him as aggressively as he did last time um, out of the gate. But, look, you never know. He, he might feel that on, he needs to do that. And, if, look, if he finds the top, and even if he doesn't find the top, I, I still feel like he's the horse to beat. Uh, from MacDan, uh, as we know, won this race uh, before, locally trained. Uh, the, the owners would be keen to, to try to win this uh, again. He's got really good gate speed. He'll be burnt out of the gate. He was only beaten 1.6 metres behind Act Now in that uh, Victoria Cup finally drew the second row. So the front row draws a big tick for this horse and, and he's won this race before. I'm really expecting Major Moff to be presented really in a forward condition here. Uh, he, he's going to get the best run of the race, uh, more than likely behind the lead, no matter which way you look at it. And, uh, you know, he, he, he will run a good race. So I, I'm expecting him to, to be there at the finish and I'm, I'm not dismissing him to cause a bit of an upset. And five beyond delight who uh, really caught the eye last start in that Kilmore Cup by savaging the line. That was its first run since December. So it can only have improved, just needs to find a slot somewhere. And if it does find a slot, it can't be dismissed. So... I don't know if it's totally clear cut. I think Rock and Roll Do's clear the horse to beat, but if I'm taking a wider quaddy, I'll certainly be putting in the four, one and five. So three on top from four, one and five.
Yeah, I'll have to tip rock and roll, do. Um, good to see him come out of the gate. He got pressured by Leap to Fame, and uh, I, I couldn't imagine another horse that Leap to Fame was going to sit outside of that didn't drop out from the 200, Rob. So I still thought his performance was terrific. Uh, he's a bit more of the complete racehorse now, uh, and providing he's backed up from the hard run from last week, I think the distance suits him. He's a, I think he's better at 2,500 than he is 22, and uh, I think he can win. And the good thing about rock and roll, do he can win from any position so here's my tip three on top five beyond delight good run first up can improve off that uh, mac dan number four and uh, he won the race last year and bulletproof boy his effort it was just so good in the in the vic cup and um he doesn't have to blast off the gate he can come from from behind he's got a terrific sprint on him so three five four seven in the feature event Okay, the seventh event is the happy birthday Frank Pace. So good on you, Frank. Happy birthday. Um, this is an interesting race. The barrier draw probably opens it up a little bit, particularly being over the mile, Rob. Yeah, look, it's a, it's a it's an interesting race. Look, I've I've put my mare in here, nine Monomia. Sort of had a look at the noms. I had her in at uh, Melton on the Friday night, but looked at the noms here Saturday and thought, oh well. It's probably a bit of a dropping class for her, and and she's actually been going quite well, to be honest. Uh, she just doesn't have the best win record, which is always the one that uh, you want to see uh, to 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 keep ticking over. But look, I think it's the right race for her. She follows through here in the back of He's Ollie. You'd like to think she's going to settle, you know, midfield. Uh, she's going to be in striking range. She gets back to her favourite distance, a short sprint, and she. You know, she should go really well. I, I, I'm expecting her to go very close to winning here, nine Monomia. I've tipped her on top. Ahead of one better than Love, who um, did a bit of work last time at Maribel. wasn't really suited out three wide. I think it's going to get a really good run leaders back. Probably going to be He's Ollie, I would imagine. And uh, if that's the case, better than Love's going to be in striking range. I think Peg's dominated here, Rosarito Miss, should be able to get a nice run through, possibly three back to Peg's and, and be a chance. Two, he's Ollie, should be leading and probably be there for a long way. And you might have some pressure like Young, Gifted and Black, who's going really well, be second up or strip a lot fitter. But it's a, a race that I think Monami has got a terrific chance in the race. So I've, I've gone nine ahead of one, eight and two. I uh, look young, gifted, and blacks. Even though it's the outside gate, it's got enough gate speed to really make a, a, a fist of it. But there is a lot of speed there, Rob. It's a, I think it's a tricky race. Um, seven, not with a lot of confidence. I think Monami is going terrific. Your mare, good luck with her. Uh, Mazami, Rosarito, Miss, perhaps in the mix as well. Seven, nine, three, and six. As race number eight is the Evolution Lodge uh, pace. And uh, again, a, a, an interesting race. Rikiro Slammer, I think, the interesting runner uh, coming off the back of a last start win in New Zealand. So it has its first run in Australia. Yeah, it was a hard race, wasn't it? To, this is the race that I thought was really tricky. Um, look, I've gone five cool night each way. Started favourite last start. I th and look, you know, people are going to jump off. It was $1.35 and they're going to go, well, it got beat. Um, I don't think it sort of... The race didn't really pan out the way it, it can for Cool Knight. He's not a breeze horse, personally. I mean, he's a horse that we've seen run his best races when just not used out of the gate and come with one run. And I feel that might be the case on Saturday night. He, he might sort of be hoping to get some bit of tempo. And with only eight horses in the race, I, I think he'll be able to slot in where he could be possibly one out two back here and not be too far off the lead. 
And I think it's going to give Cool Knight a really good chance to hit the line really strong. So I'm happy to, you know, if he's around that $8 mark, I'm happy to play him each way. I think he'll go well here, Cool Knight. I'm prepared to forgive him last start. His form before that was really good against some really strong opposition. He chased home the real Sherlock, uh, first dance, uh, Soho Moonraker, Techie's watching. He has chased home some really good horses. And if he can just forgive last start, and I'm prepared to forgive him, I think he can go well. From seven, Rikiro Slamet. Look, don't know much about this horse. He's obviously come across from New Zealand. He's had the six starts, two wins. He won at uh, Rangiora from a stand. You know, we know Eric uh, Anderson, uh, you know, he, he spends a bit of time trying to pick the right horses. So I think he comes across here and you've got to respect him. Two, Destiny Stride, the two-year-old filly. Look, she's racing against the older horses here. She's got gate speed. She comes out of the Vic Bread series. I think she's the leader in the race. And as long as she doesn't get too keen in front, uh, she, she'll give a great sight. One, Joshua Richards, going to get a good trip leaders back if, if it pans out the way I expected and, and it's got to be respected. And I think Aussie Pride wasn't too bad last time at Geelong. I know it finished sixth in the field of six, but if it is three back the pegs, you, you've got to put it into your first fours and trifectas and it'll be a little bit of a blowout chance. But I'm going to go five each way, cool night on top. Yep, race number eight. And I've uh, I've got the, uh, the two-year-old Destiny Stride on top. I... I think uh, Destiny Strides a really nice type of filly, but it's no easy task, is it, Rob, coming up against the older horses here? Um, so two on top from five, seven and one. The last event is the Southern Cross feeds uh, no Metro win pace uh, with the favourites. Uh, well, I presume there's no t- uh, prices out at the moment, but I'm presuming, presuming Twisting by an Enderman Bay will be fighting at favouritism. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you, Dan? Enderman Bay... Was very good at Wangaratta, got beaten five, six metres behind Choose Reactor, who's a very good front-running horse. And Anderman Bay got a long way back, but still kept coming. And before that, finished eighth behind Petrarca in the Victoria Derby heats and then was a winner at uh, the Riverina there up at Wagga. And uh, look, Anderman Bay in the short course, uh, small field. Uh, ben Yol, uh, Taylor Yule, all doing a terrific job, and I think Anderman Bay can go close. Five twisting by, nothing wrong with this horse. He's had the four starts and two wins and a placing, and, uh, you know, he finished uh, behind Petrarca last time in that Victoria Derby heats, but before that, his three starts all uh, produced really good performances. He looks a, a really good chance in the race. I thought three she rocks, she rolls. Might be one that can be a little sneaky place chance in this uh, if you're taking a trifecta. It does have very good gate speed. Seen a trial a few times. And uh, Greg Sugars drives here for John Kendall. And and, and and I think she rocks, she rolls. Has at least got the gate speed to possibly get across and, and be handy and, and can run a cheeky race. And four spicy major who should be running on well. So six ahead of five, three and four for uh, the final event. Yeah, I'm six, five, four in two in that uh, final event, Rob. Uh, for Geelong on Cup Night, Saturday night, the last is at 10.48. The first event's at 6.27. All right, it's time for your best bets. Yeah, look, I think we... Look, I know it's a bit of a, a, a brave pick, but look, I like Fighter Command in the first. He just looks a really nice horse, Dan, doesn't he? Yeah, so I'm going to make race one, number 10, Fighter Command. Two-year-old taking on the older horses. I think he can... can progress from what we've seen and obviously race four number two elder baron dexter looks uh, really hard to beat uh, and uh, i should continue on uh, its winning way so uh, yeah and probably my each way value the value bet i thought might be race eight number five cool night and my best i thought uh, each way race five number four kai valley uh, hotspur and uh, race seven 
Um, number seven, I think, will be very hard to beat as well, and that is at Young, Gifted and Black, but again, also looking at the each-way odds as well. Thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club, Rob. Uh, it's a terrific time of the year. Wonderful weekend. Don't forget the Derby heats at Maryborough, the first of three days of their Redwood uh, Derby Carnival as well. Hope you have a great weekend. Happy harnessing, everyone.